Coming up is episode 30 of the podcast. Before I start, I just got to thank everyone who has been along for the ride with the talk show. It's been extremely fun for me. You guys have made it special. Um, Following me online, following the podcast, listening to it, inputting. If you guys send messages, obviously there are voicemails you can send. That's the link in the description. You can send a voicemail to the show, all that stuff. You guys have really made it special and I've made it to this milestone of the 30th episode and there'll be plenty more to come. Welcome back to the talk show. I feel like I was just here yesterday um, doing another episode. This episode's a little bit different than what you guys might be used to. As I said, I have a, a bunch of stuff in the works, and this is the first one. This is one, the guys from Mike Knight. Mike Knight is a podcast. They talk about pop culture, movies, and a little bit of sports. They're comedians. They're funny. They do some mental health. They kind of have a light spin on everything, as, all, as well as bringing up talking points, um, some important talking points, and they do it in a very calm manner and a very just funny fun manner so it's a great podcast you should definitely go check them out i did what we call in the sports industry at home and home i recorded on their show that dropped yesterday and now this is my recording with them we did a podcast together it was really fun we did something a little bit different we kind of mixed the sports and pop culture we talked about some baseball movies and baseball foods at the ballpark that's the topic of conversation and we just kind of had a good time talking sports So definitely listen to that. Enjoy it. Um, I'll see you guys on the other end. Of course, first, a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Joining me now on the talk show, I got the boys, Jason and Ryan from Mike Knight. Thanks for doing this, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so we've been talking back and forth. You guys have a great podcast. If you could just introduce yourselves a little bit to my crowd. I do a sports podcast. You guys do a little something different. Talk about that for a minute. So uh, I am the sarcastic smartass on Mike Knight. Uh, I am the narcissist Arkham on Mike Knight. And uh, we kind of cover a little bit of everything, uh, mental health, uh, sports, pop culture. We do it with a little bit of a jackassery and some jokes, try to make lighthearted of some things. Obviously, we go into some deeper issues and try to shed some light on things to uh, advance conversations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're structured and really trying to build conversation to get people talking. Yeah, so part of where I found common ground was, you know, with my podcast, what I try and do is take, you know, the sports aspect of life and kind of make it into something less serious and realize how it is just a part of life and kind of demonstrate how their lives and their their situations are similar to us. And we can learn from different situations in the sports world just to an everyday life. So I think that's where we find common ground where we take things like that, kind of have fun with it, but also can have a serious conversation about it from time to time. So I really like that. Arkham, I love your music also, by the way. Talk oh. about that for a minute because I found your channel. I was listening to some stuff last night on Apple Music. I just uh, want to plug that real quick. Well, thank you. Uh, it's really just structured in hip hop, but uh, this is a curveball throwing me, but um, it's structured in hip hop, pop, but uh, I'm actually going into a lot of like indie acoustic music. Um, it's very eclectic. It was kind of a birth of the name Arkham from like a love of like Batman and, and superheroes. And it's kind of just morphed into a, a very creative outlet for me. So it's really hip hop and pop based though. Who are some of your inspirations in the music world? Ooh, uh, if we're going a little bit more modern, um, I love Imagine Dragons. I love Logic. Um, there's Eminem and NF influences there. Um, if I go more old school, 
uh, a tribe called Quest, Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, uh, Queen, oddly enough. Yeah, you got the kings in there. The kings yeah. and the goats only. <laughs> um, if I go more like smaller artists, gosh, I don't know. Like I would have to do some thinking, but I, I really, I kind of just grab from a lot of different genres because it's like music is kind of like what our podcast, both our podcasts are based off. It's a little bit of everything to adapt it for people to enjoy. So it's, it's very eclectic. Yeah. So what we're doing in the sports world, we call it a home and home. We're going to be on my podcast and then I'll be on your podcast a little bit later, later on Mike night. So my listeners should definitely go check that out. Yes. Um, and it'll be a great way for you guys to get into this podcast. Um, what I would say is also I want to mix a little bit of pop culture and what you guys do into sports. So what we're going to talk about the upcoming base, baseball season, spring training just started. So a couple of things we're going to talk about. I want to start with with my favorite baseball movies. There are so many great ones. I was looking through them because I was trying to narrow it down to my top three. And I was like, damn, That's there are hard. so many great <laughs> baseball movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I looked through it. So if you guys have a list, we'll go through mine and then we'll, you know, so who wants to start? Uh, ooh, I'll, I'll take the reins on that one. Go for it. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm going to go number one has got to be The Sandlot for me. Well, which one? Do you the go first, the whole franchise? Uh, <laughs> or just the first, the first one. one is the best after that. They kind of okay. all pop off. Um, that's got to be like, I could watch that anytime at any point in the movie. Like I'll, I'll be walking through the room and like, whoa, I got to stop and check it out. If it's on TV. Yeah. That's one yeah. of those where you stop and watch it because it's a type of movie also so many different scenes that you just have memories from that you're just going to be like oh i'm going to jump into that and talk yeah. about that yeah and then and, you know being a little kid you kind of have that dream when you're playing with your buddies and whatnot and you have that thought of being in the big league and then at the end he makes it and then you, you know they're giving the thumbs up and you know it's just a cool movie in general it's a good feel good yeah great one uh, i'd have to say after that i'm going to go with uh major league uh, you can take the whole series on that one, but I, the, obviously <laughs> okay. because um, it's, it's such a goofy, campy movie, you know, and then uh, probably my last one would be 42. Oh, yes. So 42 is a great one. And what I like about that list also, and I had found this, I saw it with my list. You have like the funny movie, you have like the feel good movie, and then you have like the serious movie that really spoke to something that, you know, it's almost it's a historic movie where it kind of like really created something in time but they did it so well in a way that you know it is fun it's still a baseball movie it's still a sports movie it's a feel-good movie there were so many different aspects that i thought that was incredible an incredible job with 42 yeah, how about you ryan great job on yeah and jackie i honestly completely forgot about that movie yeah i went through the list like you said there was so many in there i was like man this so is many good ones this is a good one you know Man, I'm kind of curious for, I kind of want to hear Rami's next. I want, I want to see. All right. I'll go mine right now. I'm going to go three, two, one. Okay. Because that's how we do it in sports when we do these countdowns. <laughs> yeah, Jason. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Number three, I'm going with the curveball here. People may not rec remember this one. Rookie of the year. I was my you guys are two. from Chicago. That was my number you guys, two. You guys are from Chicago. Chicago is, you know the that's where it takes place right the kid breaks his arm yep. and then he yep. ends up in the major leagues because his the, it reverted too strong and he's throwing fastballs for the cubs but then he goes back to his roots where he has to throw like the floater he finds his mother's name the glove it's against the mets great movie that movie i find it to be just an incredible movie 
um we got the new york sirens in the background sorry about that but (laughs) (laughs) um it's a great movie where there's something to learn from and it's hilarious i thought it was a great movie you guys have seen that movie yeah Yeah. it was definitely my number two on the list for sure yeah so and then another another one my number two is also kind of have chicago roots is the field of dreams right it's talking about the white Sox and you know um so kind of weird that those are i didn't even think about that but um both (laughs) kind of chicago movies that movie is incredible last year the cubs uh the white Sox were actually supposed to play the yankees in iowa at the field of dreams but it got canceled obviously because of covid they were not playing each other so we'll see what happens and maybe they pushed it was it is it supposed to be scheduled for this year i don't remember maybe i don't remember but i hope it happens though that would be yeah it's because it would be so cool it would be great for the growth of the game there are so many great movies that really you do see that it's our national pastime like we said there's something historic like jackie robinson and breaking the color Mm -hmm. barrier and you have something like you go all the way back to shoeless joe jackson and people's dreams around the sport and i think the sport does need to be made a little bit more fun and and shedding light on these movies that are great movies i think is a perfect way to do that so with that said the number one movie which kind of is anticlimactic for everything that i just said i thought was moneyball moneyball was brad pitt they kind of relived the houston the oakland athletics and what they did with billy bean an incredible story with how they used you know numbers and stuff to change the game but i thought that's also a family movie where you see his relationship with his daughter his relationship with the team the team aspect of everyone pulling on the same side of the rope, right? Because he looks at everyone like, if you contribute this and you contribute this, we don't need to have that one great superstar. All we need is everyone to contribute something to pull it together. And that's a great story. It's based on true events from 2001. That's so cool. That's something that we could see in sports, but it also kind of changed the game forever. Every sport uses it now. You see the way sports use statistics and analytics to build their rosters. That is something that comes from that movie. So that's, a really cool movie also honorable mentions obviously sandlot 42 i threw all those in there a league of their own which is great obviously there's no crying in baseball you know that comes from there so so many great things that actually got uh, your, uh start from the rock for beaches that was from where the rock for beaches that was based off that movie right yeah um all right ryan go ahead all right. Well, we were on the same wavelength because two to three movies was on my list. Number three I had was Moneyball um, because just for the same points you brought out, the analytics behind it, like I'm fascinated with like trying to build a, a team and a franchise and the way that that movie really dove into how, you know, being approached it and how, you know, kind of taking the analytics guy at the end of the desk that nobody listened to and being like, hey, I want, I want you to help me build this. And then seeing how that, you know, movie really put that together, that one superstar doesn't make a team, like let them walk and we'll just get a bunch of pieces together. So that was- Yeah, and like what was crazy about that movie, and sorry to interrupt, but like he did it out of necessity, you mm-hmm. know, because he didn't have the resources. You see a team like the Tampa Bay Rays just went to the World Series last year. They did it out of necessity. They didn't have the resources to pay the big guys. The owner wasn't willing to shell out the money. But now you see all the bigger teams. You see the teams like the Yankees who had a you know, $250 million payroll. They're like, hey, no, let's do that. Let's right. get these guys who we could take a chance on and you know, milk them for whatever we can and get the best value out of them. So it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, number, number two, just for the sake of keeping the only movie that we had different for number one was Field of Dreams. So my dad was a huge Field of Dreams fan. 
Like he loved that movie. He was a big fan of Kevin Costner. So I just kind of grew up around that movie and the story behind it was so like heartfelt. Like my dad would like always cry at the end when he'd play catch. He would always oh, cry yeah. like every time. Yeah. It, it's such a good movie, uh, not only like a baseball movie, but like just a good movie in general. And that's how you know that it's a great film. Like when it's able to like accomplish both things where if you take it out of the sports world, it's still relatable. Yeah, it's Which still- I thought Moneyball did as well and 42. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of a running theme. The funny thing, I, I also, I think sports, the connection that I had growing up with my father, he always the first person who introduces you to sports, usually your dad. And so that was one of the first sports movies I watched with him. Oh, really? And yeah, so that's what's funny is Tom Brady, who just went to the Bucks and won the Super Bowl, there was a crazy story. They called it the field of dreams kind of, they were trying, they said, if we build it, if we put together the franchise that will be good enough, he will come, meaning Tom Brady. If we put together a team that's good enough for Tom Brady to compete for a Super Bowl, he'll come. He did, and they won the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Like, mind-blowing that they use kind of that terminology. (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, Wow. All right, my number one, The Rookie. Does anybody remember The Rookie with Dennis Quaid? Uh, I've, I've seen it, but not like in forever. It was such a good movie for me. Kind of just the story of a guy who's past his prime and he's going out there and just kind of just like playing around, just throwing. And it's like, do you know how fast you're throwing? Like 98 miles an hour. And he's fighting through the whole movie with all these young guys, just trying to like make the team. And then he ends up making it, gets the pitch in front of his family. And it's just like, it's such a feel good movie. I love that movie so much. It's like, I think one of the more underrated baseball movies, honestly. That's my point though, about this whole thing. Like I, you, first of all, you've seen that in the majors. So that guy, who struggled in the minors his whole life or just didn't know it's those relatable stories. That's like, you have a gift and you can get there, you know? Mm-hmm. And there are so many good baseball movies, all these sports movies. Oh, there are wow. so many good baseball movies. So that was, yeah, that was something I wanted There's to talk about. There's a lot about. of guys like, now that are kind of changing themselves around and they're doing like the knuckleball to, to stay right. in the, in the game because they don't have the arm to throw a fastball anymore. So they've got to adapt and, you know, change their style basically to keep playing 100%. Yeah. You, you see that with uh, CC Sabathia did it at the end of his career. A lot of guys do that who, you know, were once the, the young guy coming up and then they kind of learn from the older guy. They learn how to kind of change their game and, you know, adapt, like you said. So yeah, it's super cool. And that's, what's great about the sport there. There's not one right way to do it. That's also kind of Billy Bean. You learned that from Moneyball where there's a bunch of different ways to do it. And I think, the sport has lost some of its flavor where you don't have the maybe exciting moments that the other sports have. But I think people can learn to appreciate sports. And by watching these movies, I think people should really learn to appreciate baseball and just kind of get behind it because it really is America's pastime. It's, it's just a great sport. So I love it. Yeah. There's something like watching, especially like in the postseason, like the MLB, like seeing yeah. the Cubs finally win a few years back. Yeah. It was this. I don't know, right. but so you, different versus like watching it and actually being at the ball oh, game yeah. too. Like that's a whole another level there. Right. So we go two directions here. So there's the aspect of watching the games, you know, mm-hmm. and we talk about that and everyone talks about how baseball is slow. What's amazing is in the postseason, because the slowness of the game, every moment, every dramatic moment is so dragged out that it may, builds up the drama. Mm-hmm. You know, I find that that's something that makes it incredible. And like you guys were saying, just watching a moment like the Cubs. So you guys are both from Chicago. So you guys, Cubs fans, White Sox fans. So I, I kind of root for both. I know it's a no, no, (laughs) 
Uh, as long as they're not playing each other. <laughs> but like I grew up watching the Sox and watching Frank Thomas. And then I, you know, was that way. But then like I kind of my ex-wife, she was a Cubs fan, her whole family was. So I mean, I've watched Sammy and, and Mark McGuire slug it out that one season. Right. That uh, was that was yeah, I think there's um there's a 30 for 30 documentary they did on that. They did. I watched did that. that was amazing. Excellent job. Yeah. Oh, really? To see Roger Maris, his family in the stands when Mark yeah. broke it. I mean, that was that was pretty cool. Oh wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So but I yeah, I, I root for either or I'm an Illinois fan, so I just Yeah, I'm, I'm I got if I had to pick one, I would say the Cubs. I I would say the Cubs right. over the White Sox. Yeah. Well, as a Yankee fan, you're welcome for that championship. We gave you a role this Chapman. <laughs> we loaned him to you. Well, Listen, you guys I'm, got enough. All right. We'll take one. We got right. Glaber Torres. We got 27 rings. We're good. Yeah. yeah. We're fine. But if you're a Cubs fan, I mean, it's unclear. A lot of baseball teams are doing this now. They're not looking to pay their big stars. And again, just like I was saying about Billy Bean, maybe this season they can prove, hey, we can keep a, you know, a, a, a lighter payroll. Oh, yeah, they're not, talking about trading Bryant off. They're talking about trading Bryant. They lost you Darvish. They lost uh, Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. If you look on the other side of Chicago, they're piling on. I mean, oh, they're yeah. trying to win now. The White Sox are gearing themselves up to be, I guess, maybe the second to best team in the, in the American League behind the Yankees. Oh, wow. So and it should be an interesting season. In your area, too, though. You know, they're, they're spending money. Who? The Mets. The Mets, yeah. Well, the Mets are in the National League. We'll see what happens with them. They talked a big game. At the end of the day, they got Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco, great pitcher, great hit, great shortstop. But I don't know if they got that splash other than that. I mean, they talked about we're going to get Springer and we're going to get Bauer and we're going to get Real Muto. None of those guys are there, so we'll see what happens. The American League, I think, after the Yankees is really wide open. And even with the Yankees, again, People forget they were a 33-win team in the regular season in a shortened regular season last year. That That's the equivalent of 89 wins in the 162-game season. So the American League, I think, is really wide open. As long as the Astros don't win, we can all agree on that. We'll be good <laughs> yeah, to take, see that. Take their trash cans away and they'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the one thing that we hope to have back this summer, though, is being back at the ballpark. Last year, I think everyone missed out on that. There's nothing like going to the ballpark on a summer afternoon or summer evening it's the heat and just something magical the game and the smells exactly so one of the things i'm i'm a chef i don't know if you guys know this oh, really? i don't yeah. actually advertise i have a chef page on instagram i just like to cook it basically just means i'm fat not actually a chef, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um so what i do is uh i like to talk about the food and beverages that you get at the ballpark so that was the next thing that we were gonna do top food and beverages Ooh. All let's right. start with ryan this time i'm starting with ryan yeah uh let's go i'll go third a beverage there's nothing like ice cold beer there, there's just nothing i mean you're overpaying for it you have to overpay for a beer at the ballpark you just have to yeah. like that's pretty self-explanatory uh yeah number two peanuts you have to have peanuts at a ballpark okay yeah number one a hot dog just yeah. hot dog mustard yeah. relish however you like it those are just like staples for me when you go to a ballpark. I'm totally with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, my number three would probably be uh, sunflower seeds. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Sorry for a loop there. Um, I'll say a nice uh, like soft pretzel uh, with some with some cheese. Get some mustard, get some cheese. Yeah. Yep. 
And then number one has got to be a cold beer and a hot dog. I mean, that's if you if you don't go to oh, baseball, so you're cheating there. <laughs> yeah, because you put the hot dog and the cold beer together. Right? They go together. They're hand in hand. I mean, are they though? You tell are me that, that that that's wrong. I mean. Look, you can do it on our podcast, but don't do it on his. Hey, don't just let it be. <laughs> yeah, I make the rules here. Come on. Yeah. I, I don't follow them. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that, that, that's what I would hope. You gotta have a cold beer and a hot dog at a baseball game. That's just like a staple. <laughs> I feel that. Well, I would say, okay, so my number three is the hot dog. And if you're thinking, well, if that's number three, what are the top two? Number two, I have hot pretzel also. Or do you call it okay. soft pretzel, hot pretzel, whatever you call it. I don't know. For some reason, they give those giant ones that they have at the ballparks that you can't get like in the grocery store. Yep. They always oversalted. It's amazing. It's my favorite thing. Um, and then the last thing is obviously it starts off cold. But my number one is when you've been sitting there for kind of a, a while and you get a warm beer. You know what I mean? Like it's a yeah. hot, hot summer day <laughs> and you've been putting the beer down like in those cup holders and the sun's beating down on it. And that's how you know it's like the sixth inning and you don't even care anymore because you've had a couple already and it's kind of gotten a little warm. That's number one. That's the number one food or beverage at a ballpark. That's how you know it's a summer day and you're at a baseball game and you're having a good time. Um, in Yankee Stadium, I have a tradition where if something big happens, it's usually in the playoff games, they'll start throw everyone starts throwing their beers i'm telling you it's never felt so good to get a beer shower in your life as <laughs> a big mo a, a big playoff moment at yankee stadium if you have beer spilled on you at a yankee game in the playoffs you know it's a good time i've had so many jerseys that like i don't even bother cleaning anymore they're just like all right this is these are like my you know my battle scars of being a yankee fan i have oh, yeah. never had a beer shower at uh, a right. game I've, I've had like popcorn thrown at me at a, at a game, but never, no. <laughs> never. Well, if you guys come, if you guys come to Yankee Stadium, if the Sox play the Yankees in the playoffs this year, and there's a big Yankee moment, and you come dressed in White Sox here, I guarantee you, you'll have. Oh, I guarantee you, dumped on for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm All right. Go so, on for this. Yeah, but that listen, you got to come prepared for the ballpark. So that you didn't know, but um, you got to do it. So what, what other ball? This is a bit of a curveball because I didn't tell you guys we can do this. But um, what other ballparks have you guys been to outside of the two Chicago ones? I guess. Ooh, I, I haven't you, ventured out any farther than those two. I just, I'm gonna be. Coming. Well, you guys have one of the most legendary ballparks, so why go anywhere else? I've never been to Wrigley. Always wanted to. Never I, made well, it. I, I've been to New York, and I would have loved to make just been outside of Yankee stadium. Um, yeah. Just, just didn't get the opportunity to. So I've only ever been to Wrigley and I was like pretty little. Okay. I was pretty, pretty little. So like for me, I've like a big football guy. So I've, all, I've been to soldier field multiple times, but like, right. It's weird. I've never been to Wrigley. I actually have I've a friend recently. that wants to make a trip to go see a uh, Cubs Cardinals game in St. Louis. This oh, no, that should be fun. So that, that should be a good time. One of the crazier things I've done, I was actually in Maryland and then I had to, I decided spur of the moment, I'm going to Boston tomorrow. Nice. Eight hour drive up to Boston because the Yankees were playing the Red Sox and I got there and there was one of the biggest Yankee Red Sox brawls and we've seen in the last like 10 years <laughs> and so worth it. I mean, <laughs> this is, we're talking like an hour of actual, like having to break them up, fist fighting on the field Very nice. and just fans going at each other in the ball. And I'm wearing all my Yankee gear and everything. And I was actually wearing a New York Rangers hat. And they, I mean, 
there's nothing like it. There's nothing like being like cursed it. at and skipped in line for a beard has never felt so good. That's you know, atmosphere like, you know, being a White Sox fan in like enemy territory, basically. So I'll tell you what happened. It, it hit me because I stopped at Duncan on the way to the ballpark. Like I, I was tired from a long drive. I needed the coffee. There's a Duncan on every corner in Boston. So I parked my car and I get into the Duncan and someone cut me off in line. And he's like, you don't wear that stuff here, you know? And he just cut me off in line at the Duncan. This wasn't even close to the ballpark yet. This wasn't at the game, nothing. But I was wearing my, my Yankee jersey and my Rangers cap at, in a Boston Dunkin' Donuts. And I've, that was my first time in Boston. I've been back many times since, but that was one of my first times. And I was like, I was so excited. I was so happy. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. This actually exists. This is great. Yeah. I was like, you cut me off. And you me out. This is awesome. <laughs> this is, yeah. You guys are big. Um, so in Chicago, now everyone, there's debate is, you know, who's the greatest basketball player of all time? LeBron's playing up an MVP season this year. Who do you guys think the greatest basketball player of all time is? Oh, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> well, are we going champions or are we going revolutionizing the game is the answer to both jordan <laughs> well, no, because yeah. walton, walton has more or russell russell has more champion right than michael does but revolutionizing the game is michael i mean everybody has based their game off of him right yeah so what do you think of the bulls season so far because right now we're approaching the all-star game um, there's a lot of trade rumors swir swirling around Zach Levine, but he's having a great season. What would you guys say so far? Um, it hasn't been the same since Jordan has left. Uh, obviously, Derrick Rose made it exciting for a while, Jimmy Butler. But uh, they, they just really haven't found their niche yet. Um, but yeah. they're having a decent season. It's nothing spectacular. They might make the playoffs. On, you know, just never know. Right. What did Levine so we got it. Yeah, go ahead. What did Levine put up the other night? He put up a pretty good stat line. It was like 30-some points or – I think he had 38 the other night, and the 38th point was like a step-back three falling out, like out of bounds, something ridiculous. Yeah, he, he does – he's on the highlight reels every night, but I don't see him as a winning player. Now, the yeah. Knicks – the Knicks currently have Derrick Rose and Coach Tom Thibodeau, and uh, they also have Taj Gibson, guys that, you know, were yeah. on – that played on the bulls it's basically the bulls team that's like the 2012 bulls right there on yeah. the knicks um but what i would say is that the people were talking about them trading for levine i think levine puts up stats he puts up some highlight real plays i don't see him as a franchise winning player that's why i personally wouldn't want him anyway i want you guys to there, you know. yeah but i don't see them giving up future picks for the type of player that he is so I don't think Chicago has found that next guy that like they thought it was Derrick Rose, but then he had the injuries. Mm -hmm. You're right. They haven't found really that guy since MJ. And so that's interesting to look out for. Anyway, you guys plug what you got to plug with your podcast and then I'm going to let you guys go. Okay. Um, well, like we said, we're structured in conversation chaos. We have new episodes out every Wednesday. We're actually wrapping up season one with you as our guests are. Um, all right, and we'll be back for season two, I'd say, uh, mid to late March, yeah, somewhere in there. So, um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Instagram, Mike Knight Official, Facebook, same as well, Mike Knight Official. 
Um, and really just, you know, thank you to you, Rami, for having us on and getting to talk some sports because that's one thing I love to talk is sports. Our podcast isn't structured in sports, so it's kind of nice to just have strictly that platform to get to All right. talk everything. Sports. Well, it was awesome having you guys. So thank you. And yeah, definitely check out Mike next. All right. All right. Thanks again to the guys from Mike Knight celebrating my 30th episode with me. I also celebrated their season finale with them. So definitely go check them out on Mike Knight. They're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, the whole thing everywhere where you would get a podcast. Check them out. Those guys are great, funny guys. We had a good time. Check out my episode with them. We talked about TV shows, cartoons, actually. Um, So that was really fun. And there'll be plenty more of the talk show coming up soon i got a bunch of fun episodes planned with uh, a couple of new guests a couple of my own stuff we'll do an nba all-star one so a lot of different things coming up so definitely keep your eyes peeled for that all that's coming up soon till next time see ya
Take it with